Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. No, I've been talking about Leon Tailoring for years, ever since I came to Indianapolis almost 20 years ago. You know why I talk about them? Because Leon Tailoring does a really good job of getting you quality clothes, whether it's something tailor-made, something ready-made, something custom-made. they got a career services division uh, for the young people in life who are looking for that first job. No matter what it is you're looking for, when it comes to clothing over at Leon Tailoring, they will look out for you and they will take care of you. So when you swing on by at 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis, tell them Abdul sent you and say hi to Larry, Norm, Kim, and Judy and pick yourself something up or better yet something for your loved one they'll appreciate it leon tailoring 809 north delaware downtown indianapolis as you as you heard from uh my speech on the floor i'm taking a positive outlook moving forward in the indiana general assembly to say that hoosiers of the state of indiana have asked for a supermajority rule and it's time for us to recognize that they have uh the supermajority uh is going to present the best plan for working hoosiers across the state of indiana uh, we've got some problems. Uh, the problems that we have here at the state is we have a whole bunch of money and we got to figure out where we spend those dollars. And for working class Hoosiers, it's about how do I spend my dollars because I don't have any money. So now it's time for the Indiana General Assembly to figure out how we make people in the state of Indiana better, make sure that they can raise their children and raise their families and make sure that they can seek out higher education and other skills that they need to be the workforce of the future. So I'm anxious to see what plans there are put forward. I understand we have a health care plan that uh, is going to address the woefully, uh, uh, what's, what's the word, underfunded. The underfunded mental health services in the state of Indiana along with uh, uh, a plethora of other things that we could be doing to help people out instead of uh, hoarding our, our checkbook. What do you think lawmakers should be doing about property taxes? Well, Obviously, people can expect some big bills next year. Well, you know, I, I always tell people property taxes is a beast of uh, local government more than it is the state of Indiana. Uh, you know, if we do anything with property taxes, remember, we're going to affect people at the local level than we are more than we are here at the state level. The state doesn't receive a lot of property tax revenue. So as far as property taxes go, I think we should leave that up to the local officials and let them handle that uh, property taxes at the local level. Workforce development has been deemed a priority by the Indiana Chamber of Commerce yeah. as well as, it seems like, Senate Republicans and House Republicans. Um, what do you think the solution is? Is this something that you think you guys can come together on or be bipartisan on and moving forward? You know, uh, it's kind of ironic that we're sitting here talking about uh, businesses needing something, yet again, from the citizens of the state of Indiana. So what are we going to do? We're going to invest in uh, giving them another tax break so that they can uh, hire more people? Well, now they're saying they don't have enough people. Are we going to finally recognize that it's important for traditional K-12 through education to be funded at the levels that it needs to be so that the workforce that we have for the future is adequate for the companies that we continue to attract to the state of Indiana? We've provided a beautiful business climate for the state of Indiana. And the companies are saying to us, thank you very much. You, you've lowered our cost of doing business, you've accelerated our tax break, and we can't find workers. My solution, adequately fund K-12 through education, start children in school at age five instead of seven, and we'll see the benefits 
from that across the state of Indiana and businesses would benefit. Given the numbers that you have in this chamber and across the hall, what's going to be Democrats' focus going into this session? I think from my standpoint and our caucus, listen, there's no doubt that there was, if, if, if Hoosiers believe that 80 percent of the state of Indiana should be represented by Republicans. I don't I didn't see it in the elections. The elections, the numbers looks more like 60-40. But we have a gerrymandered state. So we're 10 members now. What we can do to provide input on this is to provide good ideas and hopefully somebody on the other side of the aisle will pick those ideas up and run with them. Now, they're not going to take uh, advantage of us either. We're going to be there to debate the issues, to make sure that we hold them accountable for the supermajority that they hold. And the bottom line is we have we are going to be working for families. We're going to be working for freedom for families. And we're going to be working for the future of Hoosiers in the state of Indiana. We have to focus on that now, now that we have the resources to do such. Speaking of resources, Senator Ray yesterday kind of dismissed the notion of fully funding the Public Health Commission's recommendation. Um, now, today, he was less dismissive of it. Um, do you think they're going to get that full 240 a year? I don't think they're even going to come close to $240 million a year. Let's just be honest about it, okay? You have to have the wherewithal to put forth those, those issues that were associated with the study, the healthcare study. You have to have hospitals that are dealing with the mental health services. You have to have jails that can deal with mental health services. Listen, we've, if you just went to our jails and said, hey, anybody in here who has a mental health problem, there's a facility five miles down the road and we're going to help them, you'd probably get 80% of their prisoners. That's a shame. And we have not addressed it. We've let our Jails get overcrowded. We've allowed people to walk the streets who really are just can't afford their medication. And now we all of a sudden want to fix it. No, we should have never let it get to this point. But do you I think they're going to spend the resources to get to fully fund what we need to do? No, not at all. Uh, we asked, asked the Speaker, Senate President, about marijuana legalization, where before the answer was a straight no. Now it seems like maybe the door is open a little bit. Well, I say you kick the door wide open. If we want to, we should at least put together a commission because the federal government is going to do something. And if you remember, I said this before, if the federal government asks, it actually acts first, they're going to want some of their, they're going to want something. And the other states who have act, proactively pushed for legalization of marijuana or cannabis, whatever you want to call it, they are going to benefit tremendously from the federal government doing something. We, however, in the state of Indiana, we're going to wait and see what they do. And you guess what? We're going to owe them some money once we do it. So does that mean you'll maybe push forward legislation about it? I'll file another bill. You, uh, Yeah, I'd love to file another uh, uh, medical marijuana bill. Yes, it's, it's something that I've been pushing for for years. And the reality is... It's coming. We can we can act like it's not going to be here, but it's coming, and the Hoosiers want it. Uh, that's why another thing that I'm going to be pushing for is allowing us to have ballot referendums. You saw across the state, across the country, states that are what everybody deemed to be as conservative as Indiana had ballot measures where the people 
got to decide whether or not they protected the woman's right to abortion or protect the right for uh, uh, civil rights of prisoners. Those were ballot initiatives. We don't have those in the state of Indiana because we don't want to hear from the people. And I think the people should speak loudly and say, hey, we want to be able to decide for ourselves what we want as far as protections, especially in the Constitution. Thank you. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.